Welcome to a February 15th, 2023 edition of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I'm your host today, Kenny Taylor, and I'm going to be taking down this 10-game slate solo. Remember, All-Star break is coming up soon, so now more than ever, it's going to be important to keep up on all the latest news in order to get the best edge on your DFS plays, your season-long plays, as well as your prop plays. And don't forget, with the Sportitos Fantasy Pass, you're going to have a lot of experts, including myself, that will be giving you information right until tip ball. Now, getting into the first game on the slate, we do have a total for, and that's going to be Hornets versus Spurs. This is going to be a 241 game total. So I will have interest in this game. Whenever Hornets are playing, there's always going to be interest. So injuries. Right now, we know Kelly Oubre, Devin Vassal, and Trey Jones are going to be out from this game. Outside of that, it's going to be pretty, pretty healthy. First cash game play that I like from this game is Terry Rozier for 7-4. His floor in the last five games been 40 DraftKings points. So if you can get that for 7-4, I don't care if this is a four-game, 12-game, or 16-game slate. This is something I will always gravitate towards in cash games. Probably won't have too much interest in him in GPPs, but with a nice safe floor, high ownership, it's perfect for cash. Second cash game play that I do like, on the Hornet side is P.J. Washington for 6-1. Similar to Terry Rozier, ever since the trade deadline happened, his floor been 30 DraftKings points. So again, if you can get two players to get you a floor of 70 DraftKings points for less than 13,000, 13, you starting off your cash lineup pretty well. And the final piece that I do like for this game as a GPP play is actually Devontae Graham. I'm not going to have him in cash, but if his first game with San Antonio was in the indication of how his minutes are going to look like and the role he's going to have with that team, he will have the green light, he will have 30 minutes, and he's going to be playing in a paced-up matchup. So that's actually one of my favorite GPP plays on the slate today, uh, Devontae Graham for 4K. Moving on to the next game. We don't have a total for it, but it's going to be Chicago versus Indiana. Only news we really know about players being out from this game is DeRozan with a thigh injury. When it comes to this game, I don't have too much interest in, even when the total come out. Um, I really don't see any players wowing me on either side of the ball. And I feel like all these players are priced pretty well. Um, if you do want to take a GPP flyer from this game, I would probably have to say Patrick Williams for 4-7 might be in a decent spot to show his upside, but his floor is always going to be low, no matter how many minutes he gets. Moving on to the next game on the slate, we got Pistons versus Celtics. Right now, there's no total for this game. And 
honestly, I only have interest in one side of this uh, matchup. Um, depending on who's going to be in for the Celtics, I feel like any available Celtic is priced enough that you can use them for your cash game lineups. I really do feel like we're going to get a lot of um, cash game lineups with White, um, Hauser, Brogdon, and then some other um, priced up guys and a couple um, flyers from um, Boston. Yeah, it's it's going to be very, very chalky on the Boston side. So just wait for news on this game. Going to skip it for now and move on to the next matchup that we have, which is Knicks versus Hawks. We have a 234 total in this matchup. And the only injury news that we know of right now is Mitch Robinson is still out. Um, I believe he should be coming back around all-star break. When it comes to cash game, the main player that I do have in like a lot of my uh, projected lineups right now is Joss Hart for 5'7". I really do feel like this is like the perfect Thibodeau player. And if his first game with New York was any indication, he's going to be filling in for that Quinn and Grimes role. And honestly, possibly some RJ Barrett minutes as well. Um Again, this isn't something that I would really run in a GPP. His upside's not really there, uh, with the exception that he did hit a couple three-pointers in his first game with the Knicks. But really just more of a cash play for 5-7. If you do want a GPP play, used to be one of my go-to guys that you heard me talking about throughout the year. For Detroit, I'm going right back to him in Atlanta, and that's going to be Shadiq Bay for 5K. As always, if he finds his shot, he will have a green light. Will he have the same green light with Trey Young on the floor? That's going to be the question. But for 5K, I really do feel like you still get an upside of around 25 to 35 points from him for only 5K. Not really too much, but if you're playing a GPP, it's going to be worth a look. Going into our Nets game, no total is on the board yet. And that's going to be the Miami Heat versus the Brooklyn Nets. Right now on the Miami side, we know that three key guys are going to be out the lineup, which is Hero, Oladipo, and Larry. So when it comes to this game, I don't have too much interest since don't have too much interest on the Miami side. Sorry about that. As it came out. Uh, don't have too much interest on the Miami side since um, you never know what side of Miami you will get. So I do feel like with the pricing, Mikel Bridges will be a nice little play to actually include in your cash lineups for 6-2. I know his last game wasn't the greatest, but I really do feel like the role that he will have on this team and the minutes that he's getting his floor is pretty solid with the exception of the outlier game the other night. When it comes to GPP, um, I'm not going to have too much interest in these two players, but Joe Harris and Sharp. Um, Harris is 3-4, Sharp is 3 sits. Both of these players are more situational. When it comes to Harris, you know you're going to get minutes, but you don't really know what he's going to do with those minutes, and you don't know how many of those shots would actually go in for you during those minutes. 
And then with Sharp, you really don't know what Jack Brown is doing with this lineup. I'm still trying to figure out if Ben Simmons is going to be your third string center or if he's going to be a rotation guy. I'm still not sure. So depending on how you how much risk you want to take is um, how much production you're going to get out of Sharp. So, again, that's just going to be a GPP. Not really the safest play for these two players, but if you want to get a little different, those are routes you could get different. Going into our next game, it's the lowest total that's available on the slate. So I won't have any interest really in this game, and that's going to be Cleveland versus Philadelphia with a 217 total. Um, when it comes to this matchup, I really could see this going under this total and for dfs purposes i really don't see too much that could really go right for you but you do have james harden at nine eight and i do feel like whenever you could get james under 10k it's always worth a little consideration to get a little different if you can you know get the right pieces around it in a gpp lineup going into the next matchup we got oklahoma city versus Houston with a 235 total. This is probably my second favorite game on the slate. And right now we know that Porter and Poco are both going to be out in this matchup. My favorite spend-up guy is probably going to be SGA on this slate. And whenever you could get SGA in the fast-paced matchup, when he's the most skilled player on the court, you're always going to have that upside of 60 to 70 DK points. And if this game is going to OT, whew, we might actually be able to get an 80, 90 burger out of him to be the top scoring player on the slate. Um, second cash game like that I'm going to run with SGA um, in my cash lineup will be Jalen Green for 6-8. I... Almost would have went the Jalen Williams route, but I really do feel like Jalen Green is actually due to actually have a night where he's actually going to find a shot. You know the volume's going to be there, and the pace is going to be there. All you got to do is just connect on a couple of his jumpers, and you're going to have a good night out of him for Sid's sake. Final piece I'm going to talk about in this game is going to be a GPP play, and just like Jalen Green, um, this guy will also need to connect on his shots if you want to have any big, you know, 15, 20-point bang out of him. And that's going to be Aaron Wiggins for 3-2. Like I was talking about Sharp, you're never really going to know about the minutes that you will get from Wiggins. But if he actually gets you the minutes and he actually finds his shot, you're going to be able to get yourself a nice, easy 20-25 DraftKings points for 3-2. And that will allow you to get a couple other stars in your lineups as well. Moving on to the next game on the slate. We got Memphis. Memphis versus Denver. Right now, there's no total on this slate. But the spend-ups are definitely in this matchup. And I feel like this is how I'm going to be targeting it depending on how the news come, because we got a lot of questionable pieces on the Denver side. But I feel like if I'm playing cash game and I'm not going with SGA, my spend-up is actually going to be Jokic for 11-8. In this matchup, I really do feel like he will need to have the safest floor. 
of the three star players in this matchup. And if this game stay competitive, I really do feel like he will need to at least give you 70 DraftKings points if you get a regular allowed amount of minutes. When it comes to the Maverick side, I feel like Luka will be your GPP play because I really don't see him being too owned on a 10-game slate, but his upside is always there, even with Kyrie on the floor. And if you're playing cash, what I was looking at doing is actually having Kyrie with SGA in my cash games. I really do feel like that's going to be my main cash lineup. And if Kyrie can get you 30 points, couple of assists, couple steals, couple three-pointers. You're looking at 50 points from Irving, possibly 70 points from SGA. Your cash game is looking like it's going to cash in my eyes. And for my final GPP play, if I do need to save a little bit, I'm looking at um, Jalen Hardy for 3-4. Three, three, Over the past um, three, four games that the Mavs had Irving, Hardy was getting good amount of minutes, consistent minutes from Jason Kidd in this lineup. Um, not the safest floor, but his ceiling is going to be about 2025. 20, so if you need to save some to get these stars in, I really do feel like Hardy will be one route you can go. And on the final game of the slate, we have. The Los Angeles Lakers versus the New Orleans Pelicans with no available total right now. Right now, we know that Zion will be out. And just like it seemed like every game that they're on the slate, both LeBron and AD are questionable. I do feel like both will probably play in this slate, at least Anthony Davis. Either way, I don't really have too much interest in them um when it comes to the lakers side of the ball if i'm running in a gpp i probably can't see myself getting to a giangelo russell i didn't actually get there when i was doing my lineups before this but that seven two that i had left over i could really see myself getting some interest in D'Angelo Russell, but he might not make it once this um, slate and all the news is broken. But the main player I have interest in the slate, especially if AD is out, is Jolitz Vanachunas for 5'8". You never know what you're going to get from Val, but if he gets you 30 minutes, he can get you upside of about 50 DraftKings points. His floor could be about 15 DraftKings points. So that's really going to be a GPP play. But for 5-8, I really do feel like he's going to have some interest from me. And I really do feel like that interest might help me take down the slate. Now, going into the Thrive Fantasy plays, there's three plays that I do have a lot of interest in right now. And hopefully these three plays are going to help you cash. Also. If you're not signed up for it, sign up for Try Fantasy. All you got to do is pick a couple props. They don't change. Make sure you have the highest score. Get yourself some money. So prop number one, 
Going back to a player I talked about earlier, and that's going to be SGA over 34.5 total points. Again, I really do feel like this is going to be a fast-paced matchup. Really do feel like it's going to be somewhat competitive since right now it's a minus six in favor of Oklahoma City. So if you can get yourself 120 points by SGA just giving you 35 points, that's going to be a nice little steal. Second play that I like is actually Kyrie Irving over 32.5 points and assists. Again, I really do feel like Kyrie is a safer player right now than Luka on this slate and in this matchup. And I do feel like if the game is competitive, Kyrie would need to have just about as much production as Luka for this game to actually give you the DFS score that we're trying to think it will give us. Now, my final play, somebody I mentioned before, Jonas Valnis Chunas over 8.5 total rebounds. Right now, I really do see him having a double-double. So if I can actually get 8.5 total rebounds on the books, I've seen most books have him at 9.5. I will be taking that wherever I can. Um, I really do think if he give you the minutes, his production should be about 15, 17 points, anywhere from 11 to 12 rebounds. So I really do love this spot for him, especially if the big name stars for the Lakers are out. Outside of that, you can find me on Twitter at OrangeDFS. Hopefully this information helped you take down tomorrow's slate. Get some money after Valentine's Day. Good luck. Ladies. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.